how do you really know from a prostate biopsy if the results are the true results? In other words, when you do a biopsy of 12 cores, that's a very small amount of cores and tissue from a bigger, big prostate. How do you know you got everything? Today, we're going to talk about prostate tissue biomarkers for risk stratification for prostate cancer. Let's go. Welcome to Dr. Geo's podcast. I am your host, Dr. Geo, where it is my intention to help you with your prostate health and live better with age. Today, we're going to talk about tissue-based biomarkers for the risk stratification of prostate cancer. What are we talking about here? <laughs> Dr. Gio, can, can you speak in English, please? <laughs> yes, yes. Here's the deal, folks. Some guys need to get a prostate biopsy, right? And once you get a prostate biopsy, you get this tissue, little little samples, cores of the tissue, of the prostate tissue, to learn some genetics of prostate cancer, if that's what you have, to learn more information about your, your prostate health. Or after a prostatectomy, so after the prostate is removed, then you can look at, um, you could do genetic type of testing for the whole prostate to have an idea of what is your risk of, let's say, getting prostate cancer recurrence within 10 years time, right? So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Tissue-based risk stratification for prostate cancer, right? Now, here's the deal. You have several scenarios here, right? One scenario is, okay, you get a prostate biopsy. And that biopsy is negative for prostate cancer. Can you take that for face value? The reason why you got a biopsy in the first place is because something indicated that you need a biopsy, that that you have a risk uh, of prostate cancer. Something indicated that you you might have some 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 abnormal cells in your prostate, whether it was a constant rise in PSA or a prostate exam that showed that you had a nodule or both, right? So you get the biopsy and it's and and the biopsy results come back as nope there's nothing there we couldn't find any cancer there it's negative for prostate cancer. Can you take that for face value? Right? And the reason why that's important is because there's something called undersampling in prostate bi- uh, prostate biopsies, undersampling. What does that mean? That means that they took 12 or 16 cores of your prostate, but they might have missed the actual tumor, okay? Um, They might have missed the actual tumor. If you, if if someone was to take 100 samples of your prostate, pick out 100 cores, 
that's only about 1% of your prostate. So it's really difficult to know just from a biopsy, you know, are you, is, can, can we take this biopsy result for face value? Now, it's important to know that the only one way, the gold standard way today in 2023, and probably I'll be saying the same thing in 2025 and 2030 to learn if you have prostate cancer is through a biopsy. There is no other technology. There is no other method. Okay. There is no imaging that can say, yep, you have prostate and that's a diagnosis. The only way to learn if you have prostate cancer is through a prostate biopsy, period, end of story. Okay. That being the case, it's not perfect. Even a prostate biopsy is not perfect because this undersampling scenario where it could be missed. The tumor, the tumor can be missed. So what we want to know is, is there anything, is there any technology, any test, any genetic test that we can do to confirm that we indeed don't have prostate cancer after a prostate biopsy? Because here's the other deal. You're going to have to undergo a lot of biopsies maybe one or two more to confirm that that indeed, that first biopsy was negative for prostate cancer. Nothing was there. So typically in most clinics, the next biopsy would happen in about six to 12 months after. Some studies indicate that you can do it, you could do it even 24 months after that second biopsy to reassure that 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 first biopsy was indeed negative all these biopsies all these no one wakes up in the morning <laughs> i always say no one wakes up in the morning saying man i can't wait to get that next prostate biopsy whoa i can't wait right no one does that the good news is also that a lot of institutions are doing these mri guided biopsies or MRI targeted biopsies where there's a there's less likely of missing important tumors right you 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 kind of the, the the suspicious lesions in the prostate are they kind of they kind of pop up on imaging and the urologist can target that 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 area that looks really suspicious so as a result of these MRI targeted biopsies there's just less false positives. Still not perfect. Still, even with MRI-targeted biopsies, about 30% of either tumors or significant tumors, those that are of a higher risk, can be missed. So that's why there are these genetic tests Right. And the first one, so the first one we're going to discuss is if you get a biopsy that says no cancer, you want to make sure that that's indeed the case. And there's a test called the Confirm MDX. Your urologist would have to order that test. And what they would do is they would take the biopsy tissue and do some genetic testing on that biopsy tissue. How it works is actually a little complicated and it's gonna be 
a story for a different day. But I just this today's podcast is for you to know that if there is a negative biopsy that comes up with a negative result, you don't have prostate cancer, you're not sure you can do this confirm MDX to ensure that the up indeed there's low likelihood of uh, of something being missed here. Low likelihood, highly unlikely that we're missing something. And the other way, the other reason why that's helpful potentially is because then you don't need to perhaps even get another biopsy, subsequent biopsy, uh, all things being equal. PSA stays stable and no nodule on your prostate and things of the sort. Okay, so maybe you don't have to undergo another biopsy either in a year, either either two years or or at all. So that's the confirm MDX is a conversation you need to have with your urologist and ask them about it if your test is negative. Okay, so now what if you do a prostate biopsy and the test is not negative? The test is Gleason 6, right? So Gleason 6, for those that uh for those in to know, and if you don't know, great, that means you haven't had to deal with this or you're not worried about this. But if you know uh, about prostate cancer, that means you've dealt with this or you're dealing with this now. So this information is pertinent for you. If you have a Gleason 6, right, a Gleason 6 prostate cancer, it's what's considered a low risk prostate cancer. Low risk prostate cancer, You you if you die Whenever you die, you likely die with it, not from it. That's what they say, right? And you might be an, a, a candidate for active surveillance, right? So that's great. There again, if you have a, if you get a prostate biopsy and comes up with a Gleason six, you want to ensure that that's indeed the case. That it's there's nothing else. There's no Gleason eights out there, right? I had a patient recently who had a Gleason 6 prostate cancer. Three cores out of 12 Gleason 6. His GPS, so one of the tests that measures these low-risk cancers that are diagnosed from biopsies through the genetic testing is called a oncotype or GPS, genetic prostate score, GPS. So the score goes from zero to 100. And this patient had a Gleason 6 on biopsy. When we did his GPS, his GPS was like 50 or 60. That's a bit high. So remember, GPS score goes from zero to 100, 60, which means it's probably something there that's higher than a six. This is an African-American male. Right. So we know that African-American males are at a higher propensity to succumb to prostate cancer compared to all other races and ethnic backgrounds. Young. He's 49. In most men, I recommend active surveillance in men, at least in six. Right. His PSA was, uh, he's 49 years old. His PSA was like a 7.2. We did a GPS test. It came out like 61, a bit high. 
he decided to undergo a prostatectomy. So he got his prostate removed. Now, here's the other thing that I need you to know. The only way to know if what's going on in your prostate. So if you have cancer in your prostate, the only way to know where the cancer is, what kind of cancer, what Gleason score, what stage, right? So Gleason score is a staging system. What is by removing the prostate, kind of slicing it up and looking at it, at it under a microscope. That is it. Of course, no one will undergo a prostatectomy, removal of the prostate, just to know what they have, but that's the only way to really know. Second to that is a biopsy, and a biopsy is the gold standard way of diagnosis. So with this gentleman, African-American gentleman, it turned out that once he got his prostatectomy, the GPS test was correct. He, his Gleason score was upgraded from a Gleason 6 to a Gleason 7 3 plus 4. Okay, so that was, I think, and, and if that test would not, have, would not have come back with such a high GPS score, perhaps we would have said, all right, maybe, you know, you're good for active, surveil active surveillance. But it turned out that it was a good move for him to get his prostate removed. And now, of course, um, he's doing a very aggressive lifestyle interventions with exercise, nutraceuticals, diet to keep himself well and to not have a recurrence. So the Oncotype DX or GPS test is a test that we used by Genomic Health. It's also the sponsor of today's podcast. Um, but there are other tests that we should mention. The other test is the decipher test. So with the de decipher test, you can also get a biopsy, to get biopsy tissue, send it away, and that would come back with a GC score, a GC score. And that GC score is from a scale of zero to 1.0, right? Zero to 1.0. And so there again, the higher the score, the higher the likelihood of there being something else going on in the prostate, right? So maybe it's not a real Gleason 6. Before we continue, let's give a little love to today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Genomic Prostate Score Test by MDX Health. Here's the deal, folks. I use this GPS test all the time. When a patient comes to me and says, look, I have this Gleason 6 prostate cancer? Am I a candidate for active surveillance? I think you are. You might be. But let's get genetic the genetics of that prostate cancer tumor, right? Let's get the genetics and see how it behaves later on. And also, this is a great test for men who have low risk or low intermediate risk Gleason 7. So the GPS test analyzes prostate cancer tissue to provide information on how a tumor might behave. It identifies changes in DNA that may be driving the growth of your tumor. By identifying how likely your cancer is to spread, genomic testing can help determine how aggressive your treatment needs to be. Or do you need any treatment at all? Can you be safely on active surveillance or as we like to call it, proactive active surveillance? So have this discussion with your doctor on the GPS genomic test for prostate cancer by MDX Health. Another test is available for biopsy tissue testing. 
It's the Prolaris test. The Prolaris test. There again, there is a, a panel of 31 genes that it that that it's looked at. 31 genes to determine what is the genetics of that tissue of that pro. Now, this is a whole lot different than where we're talking about genetics that's passed on from your parents, right? So, in um. I believe in other podcast episodes, we've spoken about, you know, this BRCA1 and BRCA2 and other tests for, you know, that is like a saliva test to see what is your genetic overall risk for prostate cancer or any other cancer. This is very specific to prostate cancer. Okay. So the Prolaris looks at about 31 genes and it's not worth going over what these genes, the name of these genes, because they are filled with letters and numbers, uh, LASP1 and IQGAP3 and so forth. So we, we're, we're, you know, we're not doing that. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, we, we're, we're just focused on what do you need to do after you get your prostate biopsy and what kind of conversation you should have with your urologist. So the Prolaris test is another test that's used when there is, um, when the biopsy tissue uh, says it's positive with a Gleason 6 or low risk Gleason 7, 3 plus 4. Okay. Two other tests that are available, I believe are available, I have not used them, um, is Promark. Promark uh, gives you a Promark score in a scale of 0 to 100. Um, they look at other genes, about eight protein genes, to see uh, risk of perhaps having a higher grade uh, 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 prostate cancer than what's shown in the biopsy. Okay. And another test uh, is called the P10 uh, TMPRSS2, um, which I am not sure that this test is currently available, but there again, it looks at uh, P10, which is a tumor, what's called a tumor suppressor gene. So we have uh, certain genes in our system, in our bodies that get rid of cancer cells, right? That's their role. Their role is to, when, they, when these uh, cells from these genes, they look at cancer cells that look abnormal, they get rid of them. So our bodies have tumor suppressor genes, but sometimes we don't have these tumor suppressor genes like the P10 gene. So this P10 deletion will increase the risk of prostate cancer and aggressive prostate cancer. That's another test. That there again, I'm not sure that's available today in um, March of 2023. So the three that are most commonly used are the uh, Oncotype by Genomic Health, the Decipher test, by Biosciences and Prolaris test by Myriad Genetics. Okay, the Confirm test, Confirm MDX test, is also by uh, MDX Health, and actually, the GPS test is also by MDX Health because they merged. They merged. So the Confirm test, biopsies negative and you want to confirm that that's indeed negative, then you do a confirmed test, or at least you have a conversation with your urologist about it. 
If it comes up positive, Gleason 6, Gleason 7, then you either do a GPS test or a decipher test or a Polaris test. Okay? Now, you get a prostatectomy. Your prostate is removed. Is, are there any tests that can look at the prostate itself? to look at what's the, what's the risk of recurrence within 10 years. And there are, there are two tests. One is the Polaris test. So the same test that looks at biopsy tissue and the other is the decipher test, the same test uh, uh, by bioscience, uh, biosciences, genomics DX biosciences that looks at biopsy tissue. They can also take, ask, get their prostate, get the prostate, look at the prostate under a microscope and say, okay, here's the risk of our biochemical recurrence within 10 years. It's the same score for Decipher is the GC score, zero to 1.0, and it's the CCP score for Polaris, zero to six. Okay. Now, here's the choke point. The choke point is that your urologist may not be into ordering these tests because they're banking on the pathology report. So, or they are focused uh, on their metho methodology. So if they, um, some urologists who uh, do, for example, uh, MRI guided biopsies, they trust that the MRI guided biopsy and the result of that biopsy is what it is. And that gives you the uh, risk gratification of that patient. Okay. Um, or they just not into it. <laughs> I've had numerous conversations with um, some urologists and uh, they they just don't order it. For example, um, if the, if they order a, I've had this conversation recently with a urologist, uh, urologic oncologist, um, where he would not order a GPS test on a patient, uh, a patient's biopsy, because he says, look, if it's low risk is low risk. And now it's that number is coming higher. And now we're suggest we have to do something with that information. You know, we have to um, perhaps uh, re-biopsy or remove the prostate. I don't know. Look, I think that um, in my practice and what I recommend to other practitioners when I'm training other practitioners is more information is better. Some people think less is more. I'm a less is more type of guy as it relates to treatments or too many invasive procedures. I am a more is more type of guy as it relates to knowing more about my body and my genetic risk. Um, ignorance is not bliss in my mind. So I want to know as much as possible. So I think that if there is a, gen a, a negative biopsy scenario, I think I want to know my confirm MDX, right? I just want to make sure that this is a, a true negative biopsy, that there's nothing missing. If I have a low risk uh, prostate cancer biopsy result um, or in a low intermediate risk or intermediate risk, I want to get an oncotype or GPS test, same thing or decipher or Polaris. If, um, if I have my prostate removed, I want to get a, de a decipher test. 
um, or, or Prolaris to give me more information on what's my risk here. Now, how, how, how does that information help? That information in terms of what's your risk after a prostate, let's say a prostatectomy, a prostate removal, helps in two ways. Number one is you may need rate a follow-up therapy after that, like radiation. Maybe if you're tinkering around, um, you know, getting radiation, it also depends on your biopsy results, uh, excuse me, on your pathology report uh, results once you get your prostate removed, right? So that pathology report, if it shows that there is surgical, positive surgical margins and so on, and then your PSA starts rising, some people would say, look, I don't need a decipher or Prolaris there. I will just treat with radiation. But maybe you don't, de- de- depending on the results from a decipher or Prolaris, or at least not start radiating right away, right? It can guide the practitioner uh, with your partnership. Remember, as a patient, you are a partner to the practitioner. You are a, pro- you are, you are a proactive participant in your own healthcare. And, or at least that's the way it should be. And there lies another reason why I think these tests can be helpful. The other way it helps is it can help to encourage you to be more consistent with lifestyle measures. Let's be honest. You need more information and you need more um uh, you, you need to be, most people uh, need some sort of encouragement to live the lifestyle, right? Exercise, diet, you know, uh, um, nutraceuticals and things like that. Uh, and if your results are not great from a one of these tests, then you're going to be more diligent and compliant with lifestyle medicine, as I call it, Right. Well, Dr. Gio, I mean, I already got diagnosed with cancer and that's all I need. I don't need more is great. Great. I I know that that's the case. Um, But still, you know, this information can be helpful. Also, this information and this is experimental. So let's say you do an Oncotype DX. Right. Or GPS test. And it shows, you know what, it, the score in a zero, uh, a GPS score of zero to 100, let's say the score is low, uh, 15, 10, low risk. Or intermediate risk, let's say it's, I don't know, 20, 30. But you decide not to get another, bio, uh, not to get it treated. You're going to be an active surveillance. Then two years later, you get another biopsy and you were really good with your lifestyle medicine approach. You were great. You you lost the weight. You you exercise every day. Your diet is on point. You, nutraceuticals. Your sleep is pretty good. Now you're creating a micro environment that's hostile to cancer. So then, two years after that first biopsy, you get another biopsy. The results come out the way they you know. Let's say there is the same, but you get a GPS, and that GPS has dropped. That's experimental. I think, based on other tests that I've done, I think that that, that um, aggressive lifestyle interventions is medicine against prostate cancer as well. I'm not saying that you don't need to speak to your urologist. I'm not saying that some of you do not need to undergo treatment. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that in some cases, low risk, low intermediate risk, when you practice 
aggressive lifestyle interventions, I think it might do something to the genetics and the results of some of these tests in a favorable way. That's my opinion, has not been proven. And it would be very nice to, to show that um, I, as I collect more information, clinical information, uh, and, and see if there's anything there where there is a more favorable result of any of these tests, um, uh, or tissue biopsy tests, um, after they, uh, people, my patients apply aggressive lifestyle interventions. So that's it for today, folks. Tissue-based biomarkers for risk stratification for prostate cancer. Talk to your urologist about it. They may not bring it up, okay? They may not bring this up, okay? And when you, when they, when you do bring it up, um, they may not be into it. Some urologists are not into this type of testing. Um, I would respectfully differ in that opinion. I want to know as much information as possible on what I have or what my patient has. So have a good conversation with your urologist about these tissue-based biomarkers, genetic biomarkers. All right. This is Dr. Gio signing off. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Dr. Geo podcast. You can watch all episodes of this podcast and much more by subscribing to my YouTube channel on youtube.com forward slash Geo Espinoza ND. If you love what you heard today, you can help by leaving a five-star review of the podcast on Apple and Spotify as each review helps us reach more men who are serious about improving their urological health and how to function better with age. And for the latest research and actionable takeaways in the world of men's health and integrative urology, sign up for my newsletter at drgeo.com. I'll see you next time. Now for a brief disclaimer. This podcast is for general information only, and we're not forming a doctor-patient relationship through this medium. The use of the information and all links associated with this podcast is at the listener's risk and is not to replace medical advice from a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Lastly, thoughts and opinions related to this podcast are my own and may not reflect the views of any institution or organization I'm associated with.